Welcome to the Modern Masculinity Podcast, where we delve into the depths of what it means to be a man in today's world, and we explore the real-life challenges and triumphs that you and I face every single day. My name is Hector Santi Esteban, and I come with no answers, only questions for some of the most wise, insightful, and grounded men that I know. So get settled in. You're listening to Modern Masculinity. Fellas, what's going on? I hope this episode finds you well. And as always, I hope this episode leaves you better than when it, you found it, whenever you found it. Today's special guest is Ali Tagakani, and he's someone who's become a friend of mine recently and someone who I, I look up to and admire because he's someone who is out there, man, in the jungle and, and in the forest alongside me, albeit fighting a different fight. We're about the same age, but he's a young currently single guy and you know living living that single guy lifestyle but not really trying to right i mean the guy is he runs a a really successful business he's in incredible shape you know he's got a couple of dogs that he looks after he's got a, a house in in la and of course he does all the fun things but we talk about the realities of living in today's world and what that might be like especially for a single guy and someone who's dating, right? I mean, it's just, it's a totally different world. And I, and I can't tell you how unexcited I would be to to get back into that. But we'll see if this can shed some light on what that might be like. So in any case, enough of me, y'all. Let's get into this interview with Ali Tagakani. Ali Tag. What's up, buddy? My man, Prince Ali. Welcome to the uh, Modern Masculinity Show. How are you? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm the best I've been in a long, I can't say in a long time, in a short time. You look and maybe good. even a long time too. I appreciate that. I feel better. I feel lighter. I've been going through some heavy, heavy stuff. And so it feels lighter. But one thing we always start with on the show is our listeners heard in the intro a little bit about your background and such, but I'd, I'd love for you to take them into your world right now and, and take us into your world as a man. I believe you're one of the first unmarried non-dad here. So it's like you have a fresh perspective perhaps, but in any regards, take us into your world and what you're dealing with as a man right now. It's a lot. And the thing with being a man, and if you're a man in a position of any kind of power these days, no one feels bad for you anymore. We're the last people people feel bad for. Just because you're a man and you might seem successful and you might seem like things are going well for you and stuff like that. That's what people see on the outside. So anytime you're dealing with like any kind of problems, big or small, people don't want to hear it. As a man, it's like you internalize things a lot, but after a while, like it does get to you and it does stress you out and it does potentially put you in a place where you can't really be your best self all the time. That's what I've been facing now, like in my you know early 30s being a young CEO of a growing company and stuff like that. People don't want to hear my problems. And I'm just like everyone else. I have problems too. Yeah, it's so real. And I think a big challenge is social media. And they talk about it with mental health. And I think that with women, and it's bad for girls and such. And I don't think that it's any easier for guys. There's this one song, I don't know what it's called, but the verses is, is, it's a country song that my wife <laughs> likes to play right now. It's something to the degree of it must have been easy to break up in the 90s. Do you know the song I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Yeah. It is a painful song, especially given some of the things that are prescient for me. But like, (laughs) 
It's so true in the sense that you're dealing with a new level of awareness in the sense of you see everybody's good stuff. You see what they're doing, but you only see the good stuff. And I've talked to some people who have gone through some breakups recently, and it was a girl, and she's like, I couldn't look at his stories anymore because I knew it wasn't going to be good for me. And it was like, ah, ah, that hurt me, you know, because I feel that too. Like I've, I can't tell you how relevant that is to me, but it's something that even guys deal with. They're not getting the credit for, but no one's seeing them. Yeah. The crazy thing is like on my socials, I'm not necessarily putting up an act. I'm showcasing my real self. Like people see I have my company. I'm living here in LA. I'm living with my dogs. I'm living in a nice place. I'm this jack guy with tattoos. I'm always going to the gym. Like all that stuff is real. That is part of my life. When you talk about no one sees the bad side and stuff like that, or like the dark times that people go through, it's not necessarily the fact that I don't want to share it. I try to share it as much as I can. I just feel like there's a few things that happen. So When I do share about dark times that I'm going through, honestly, some people unfollow you. They don't even want to hear it. Some people are so obsessed with the false reality and this like false narrative of everything being perfect. As soon as you've shown any signs of vulnerability, they don't even want to hear it. So those are people I don't want following me at all. I want people to know the real side of me. I want men, young men, my age, younger. I want them to understand and know that it's like okay to go through things and it's okay to show It's okay to have moments of sadness and weakness. At the end of the day, we're all human, man, woman, weak, strong, like we're all human and we all go through shit. And the only thing that matters is how you respond and how you get back up from it. That's the message that I really want to like continue portraying through my socials, but it's tough. It's tough because in today's modern world, everyone, like you said, is like, has that expectation of things being perfect that they don't even want to hear it from you anymore. It's tough because like they don't want to believe that people can go through problems and stuff like that. They think, oh, like your life is so perfect and stuff like that. But it's really not. I'm just here. Like I want to show people that we all go through shit. Yeah, it is tough because I even think there's a certain point where you're like, all right, I heard like I got it. You're going through some stuff. All right. And so I see that, too. And I think it speaks to a bigger point that we've talked about on the show and the fact that a lot of guys don't feel comfortable sharing that stuff. So they bottle it up, they keep it all inside. And I came from a Hispanic, very machismo culture that there was no emotion. It was like, you could either be angry or drunk. And like, those were the, those were the two, like you couldn't be happy because if you were happy, then you couldn't be like, there was something off. So that's what we're dealt with now, you know, and that's, that's where guys are are kind of left with. And they're seeing all of this, not fake, you're right, but it's only a half truth. That's what people are going through is they're seeing it and they're, they're not realizing that even the closest people in my life, I look at their stories and it's like, oh, it looks so great. But then you talk to them about the experience. They're like, oh, it was miserable. And it's like, well, you didn't look miserable in that picture in your boomerang or like in your whatever. Like it's a challenge that I think we haven't fully adapted to. Yeah, it's true. It's the fear of sort of like social acceptance, just how it was like in the 90s with like our parents and stuff. We're just facing it now, but like on a bigger stage like on a grander scale. It's not just that fear of not being accepted and stuff like that isn't just with like our immediate family and our close friends, especially if we put ourselves out there on social media, it's like on a large scale, it's like a lot of people see it. I'm not afraid to necessarily be vulnerable and I have been throughout my life, but like I can understand why even me or other people similar to me are really hesitant to put themselves out there like that because we've been told that as a man, like you have to be strong. You're supposed to protect your woman. Woman, they want to be with a man with a lot of strength. 
No girl wants to be with a weak man. They want to be with a man that they know can protect them. So men are afraid, especially like single men, to show that side of them because they're potentially afraid that they'll never be able to attract the woman they want because the woman will consider them a pussy. And that's the last thing a guy wants. And you know what? Well, there's some truth to that, though, too. That's the thing. It's 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 a hard balance. Some girls are, unfortunately, that some girls are going to think you're a pussy if you show that side of yourself. And maybe that's not the kind of girls that you want to be associating with. Because maybe the real kind of girl you want to attract is a girl that can think deeper and look into like the complexities of things and not just look at you crying and be like, oh, that guy's a pussy. I don't, he's not strong. He's not strong, you know? So like you said, there's a balance, right? But just the social norms that have been put in front of us, it makes it tough for a man to show that side of them. But like we've been trained and groomed like as men from our parents to hide that. I can only speak personally, but I'm 31, you're 32. I know a lot of people my age were raised more by their moms than their dads. So we get this impression. And also a lot of our teachers, at least in the U.S., were women. Right, Most of them were women. And so we have this idea of what a man should be essentially has been decided by the women. And so you get this false sense of what I should be doing. And what I've realized recently is that that turned into a lot of people-pleasing and lack of boundaries and all these things I thought were going to make her happy or be more attractive, whatever, when actually did the opposite. It's a programming that I didn't even realize was there because I thought, you know, this is how you do it. This is what being a man is. Yeah. I come from like a Middle Eastern background, you know, foreign family where men are, you know, that's how I'm trying to live my life now. But like men are supposed to be strong and we are strong. And I've never seen my dad cry. I'm 32. I, I, I never saw my dad cry once. And I don't think I ever will. That kind of like stoic, you know, thing, I respect it. I carry a lot of those qualities like within me. But just like you, I was mostly raised by my mom and like went to school with a lot of women, my sister and teachers and stuff like that. I do have also that emotional side of me where I'm still not afraid to be like emotional here and there. But I do still carry like that stoic side, like that masculine side, which I think is important still. It still is important. It's important for us to like, look, whether it's your wife, your girlfriend, your kids, your immediate family, your mom, your sisters, your younger cousins and stuff like that, there has to be a rock within a family. And whether you like it or not, some of us have to be that rock and we have to internalize a lot of our feelings and stuff like that. And honestly, genuinely speaking, like, I think it's fine. I think that's just something as alpha men, as like strong men in society. I just feel like that's something that we have to do. That's part of what it means to be a man. Well, yeah. And we don't, I mean, gender is its own debate, which I guess we can get into here. But the show is called Masculinity. And if we're talking about masculinity, I think that, you know, when we're talking about the masculine energy, that is the rock. And the way that I see, you know, in my in my vision, and, and my, my wife did not like this analogy, but that it's fitting for her, is like the masculine is the rock and the feminine is the flower, right? It's the ground upon which this beauty can grow. And of course, her being her, she was like, well, I want to be my own rock. And I'm like, all right, yes, yes. I think this is a good segue because, and anybody who knows my wife knows that she is like the independent woman. She's just got a $100,000 investment in a yacht club she's starting. She runs the biggest social group in Orange County. She started and runs an events. Like she is fucking an ass kicker. Nice, man. But with that has come... A ton of challenges. We've got two kids. My point being is that this independent woman thing is something that I don't think guys are ready for. Like, they're not ready for it 
either because they're not aware of it, they're not prepared. Even if they are prepared, I don't think they have the skill set. I think it's really hurting guys. It is. Most guys. And we're talking about the vast majority, right? And even then, I would say that for me, I've get really challenged by this, I don't know, alpha beta thing. And maybe it's just semantics. But how do you help the, let's call it the regular guy win in any sort of capacity? Because I think the regular guy all of a sudden doesn't have really much of a chance anymore if he just stays regular. No, you can't. It, like being regular is not acceptable anymore. Being extra special and being a superstar is the new norm. It's the new normal. So like sitting behind and being a nine to five or go home and just do your laundry and go to bed, that doesn't fly anymore. Especially like you said, with today's women, the average guy, what's going to end up happening to them is like, they're going to just end up getting in relationships where they're dealing with women that are more powerful than them, not necessarily physically speaking, but mentally and like hierarchically and emotionally, just in so many different levels, just more dominant than them. And that fucks with them. Dude, what ends up happening is women don't want that. That's the thing. As independent as women want to be, as strong and powerful and the biggest feminists in the world, they still need a man that's going to, like I said, to protect them. They still need the man to be the alpha. They're going to end up dating these guys, these normies, we can call them. What's going to happen? They're just going to date them, make them even a quote unquote bigger loser, and then just leave them for the next guy. And that's just, that sets up like a big pattern of disaster for like, guys in our generation because they don't know how to deal with that and then they just get dumped by a woman and then they're stuck and the next thing you know they're 40 and still single and they're just lost and confused that's unfortunately the path that we're going because like i said these women they want that man they want that man and even if they present themselves a certain way you still have to go and show them that you're the man and that you know it's not like a thing you can pretend with no you can't it's like you can't it's not like a front because maybe that works for a night or two nights or whatever but eight years later there's no faking that no no one of my good friends he's he's a successful guy but he's you know he's in his 50s and, and and still single but he's a funny guy he's got this analogy that he always tells me that what women what women like to do is they like to take an alpha make him a beta and then move on to another alpha and that's unfortunately there's some truth to that what it is though is that alpha allows themselves to be a beta i'm dealing with it or i'm waking up to this this nice guy syndrome i've gone into it a lot on the show on how that happened but i think so many guys are dealing with that especially in our age because they think that that's the model just assuming that that is the model or thinking that anything that resembles any sort of of man like manliness traditional manliness is all of a sudden toxic yeah fuck that the problem is, is if I knew, if you tell me, oh, this is what you want and that's what I should be doing because that's the ideal, like, okay, fuck, I could do that. Like, I thought I was supposed to be doing this. Everything told me I was supposed to be going over here. You actually tell me that it's over here. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? And I think there's so many guys who might be like, wait, I thought the goalpost was like over here. I've been shooting in this direction the whole time. And if they were empowered to be like, wait, you mean I can actually have a backbone? You can, I can actually stand up for myself. I can draw some boundaries. I don't have to, to worry about her being happy at every single moment. Like I can be in a good mood when she's not. What? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like that sort of stuff. Right. I think it's foreign to our generation. 100% man. And like the thing with our generation is that we are the easiest and I feel like it's getting worse and worse as the generations go on. But like through social media, through influencers, we're the easiest to convince and influence. We can be dragged in any direction the influencers want to take us. They can take us left. They can take us right. And most of us don't have any say and control into where we end up going. 
And unfortunately, a lot of men, they're going in the wrong direction. And like, it's important for like guys like you and I to stand up for, you know, the men of our generation and the younger generation and tell them, look, you can be different. You can be better. You don't have to confine to like the social norms. You don't have to be the guy that this girl leaves for a stronger, better man. You have to be that rock that that girl is attracted to and wants you there for the rest of your life. You can be that man. You can be that man. But these are the things you have to do. And there's a lot of things you have to do. And like you said, you can't fake that shit. You have to like own it and really become that person. And becoming a certain kind of way, it doesn't happen overnight. Just like everything in life, it takes practice and it takes doing and it takes repetition. And it takes imagining things and really like manifesting them. If you have gone through certain life problems, especially with women in your life or been walked all over like at your job or in your career or your friends or whatever, you got to start manifesting and putting yourself in the position and saying like, I'm not that person. I'm this person. I'm a strong alpha male. And you got to start doing those things. And whether it's emotionally strengthening yourself, mentally strengthening yourself, physically strengthening yourself and all of it combined doing these things on a daily basis is going to help. And then going through life experiences, bro, going through life experiences. I feel like some of my friends who've maybe just been in like one relationship their whole life or gotten married, like at a young age, they might've gotten divorced later. They're kind of like socially and emotionally behind because they haven't gone through the rigors of dealing with different women and stuff like that, or they haven't gone through the rigors of dealing with different levels and obstacles in like life. It's all about training yourself and it's all about living and doing things and manifesting being a certain kind of way. And it's possible, man. It's possible. We're capable. You're capable. I'm capable. The average, like, dude, like when I drive, like the other night I went to the Jack in the Box drive through like three in the morning. I was so hungry. There was this guy working there. Nothing pop- good happens at 3 a.m. Nothing good happens Nothing at 3 a.m. Just Except, the, the, well, Jack in the Box tacos, maybe. Maybe it's the only thing. Dude, the tacos, the egg rolls, the burgers, dude, I went all out. But then there was this guy there, and I, I see these guys all the time, and I just want to help them, man. I see this guy, like, he's probably in his mid-20s or something, severely overweight. He was leaning over, you know, to to get me the food and his butt crack was sticking out. I'm like, man, I'm like this guy, if I can just spend two days with this guy, I can change this guy's life forever. I can get this guy out of this job. I can get his body right, his mind right. I can help him find women. I can help him become attractive. I can help him become powerful. There has to be some of us, like you're doing with this podcast, there has to be a large collection of us. We make it our mission to help these people because I'm seeing more and more of guys like this every single day. And you think, no offense to this guy, but like you think a girl's the modern independent girl that's like, I'm so strong and so successful. You think she's going to want to date this guy in the state that he is right now? Hell no. They're going to look and be like, you, they're going to, they're not even come close to this guy, but it's not like this guy has to be like this forever. And I see so many people like this every single day. And I just know that they can be helped, but like just the way that society is and how men have been kind of like pushed to the side in favor of like different agendas, you know, woman empowerment, gender and diversity, and all these different social agendas that are being pushed. Men empowerment has been pushed down, down, down where masculinity is, like you said, these days is considered toxic in many environments and being a man and showing any kind of strength is looked as a negative. I see it all the time in my world, in our company, like we're working with tech companies in the Bay Area where I'm dealing with like extreme left people. And I kind of keep myself like somewhere in the middle. When I'm dealing with these like extreme crazy lefties, you try to act in any kind of masculine way, it's an immediate turnoff for them. They don't even want to deal with you or work with you. But people are afraid of that. They're afraid of losing opportunities and shit like that. So they just like let that happen. And they end up like this guy at the fucking jack in the box. And no offense to people that work at Jack in the Box, it's just an example of where men in our generation can end up being stuck for the rest of their lives.
if we don't make a change, bro, we have to, we have to. The nice thing is, is that you said you can do it and you absolutely can. And it's not easy. It's not necessarily fun, but it's possible. My wife recently, she was like, where was this guy six months ago? And I was like, fuck, I was in it back then too. It's necessary for men to evolve because they're going to get left behind if they don't. A lot of them are already. I think you're hitting on some good stuff. I'll tell you this, Hector, like when you're in your physical prime between 25 and 35, your testosterone levels are at peak levels in combination with your skeletal stature. That's considered like your athletic prime and your physical prime. And that's when you're strongest physically. But like what's really important for men, especially in our age group or a little bit younger to understand is that physical strength only takes you so far. It's the emotional and mental strength that carries you through life. So like the most powerful man in the world, you know, in their 70s and 80s, I hate to bring Trump into this, but like the president in the world, you know, was in his late 70s. So like you can kick his ass in one punch, right? But he was the most powerful man in the world. And the point I'm trying to make by bringing him up is that in order to move through life and to advance through life, you need to become strong as a man. And that goes beyond the physical. It's the emotional and mental powers that you can gain and how you can control and maneuver your way through life and make your way to the top. Because the further you climb up, the harder the obstacles are, the more obstacles there are. And if you're not strong, if you're not smart, as there's more obstacles, the more you climb, the further you get pushed down. And it's not about physical strength climbing back up. It's about being smart. It's not through brute force. It's about navigating your way through this thing we call life that's so challenging, especially these days for men. Because the world, they've gone so far in terms of they've been pushing equality so far that it's... It's, it's literally gone soft. Gone soft. It's taken us to the other end. And like, t- dude, there's like so much data suggesting of stuff in our diet or in our water in terms of like how like testosterone levels have been affected in our generation and stuff like that. And that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Our fathers, our grandfathers, when they were our age, their testosterone levels were much higher than us. That affects your mood. That affects you and how you are. And that's a real thing. Well, two things I want to click on here is that it seems and it's strange. And I don't know, I don't know how conspiracy we need to get to, but like the media is not pushing to be healthy or to be fit or to be strong. And as a man, if you just go along with what they say, you're going to be missing out on all these other things you're talking about. But I also want to point out that I think that it is important to also be physically strong, like emotionally, spiritually, for sure. Perhaps you could be emotionally and spiritually strong without being physically fit. But at least in my head, it was an avenue or a door to grow emotionally and spiritually, like all the other way, mentally. It became an avenue to be able to grow those. And then I got in better shape and I look better in the mirror and you know, you can last longer in bed, like all the things that come from it as well. Yeah, for sure, man. The physical element, it can be shortchanged. Like for me, I've been working out since I was like seven years old. That that was the second thing I I wanted to touch on was that originally I interviewed Ali because to talk about his business and how he grew a huge, you know, recruiting business. And then I checked out his Instagram and I was like, this dude is shredded. Yeah. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, there's more to this guy than just making lots of money. So anyways, continue on. My dad got me into like working out at a young age and I just decided from like really young age that being strong and fit is like going to be one of my priorities in life. My dad, he's he's in his 70s. He still works out every single day and he does multiple black belts and different martial arts. He's passed that on to me and I'm going to pass that on to my kids hopefully because like I was saying way earlier in the pod, 
Women don't want to date a pussy. If you're with your girl and your kids and you're walking and some asshole is shouting some obscenities at your wife in front of your kids, like your wife wants to know that you're going to beat the shit out of that guy. They don't want a guy that's going to hide and crouch down when faced with like adversity. They want to know that you're strong. And like, for me, physical strength has been so important, but it's also something that I don't try to rub into people's faces at all either. I try to like, people just know by looking at me, like most people don't want to, of course people, some people do, but most people don't want to mess with me. So I always try to go the extra mile to like be a little extra friendly and nice and stuff like that. Cause I don't want to come across as too intimidating and stuff. I want to present myself in a way, you know, through my confidence where people know that I'm not going to be someone to F with. And I, I want to carry that with me like as long as I can. And even when I'm out of my physical prime, like when I'm into my 40s, 50s, 60s and stuff like that, I still want to be as strong as fit as I can because it's, it's always going to be important to be ahead of the curve and stuff like that. And what grosses me out these days, Hector, is like, look, males, most studies point towards like males testosterone after age 28 is kind of like the peak and it starts fading down. And once you get into your 40s, your testosterone levels really start to tank. What really bothers me, you know, in today's society is that, especially like when we were dealing with like the trans movement from Caitlin Bruce Jenner going in from like 2015 to like 2022, kind of into this year as well. What really bothers me is that how women transitioning into men, how easily accessible and, and accepted by society, generally speaking, it is at least the mainstream media for them to take testosterone to become more masculine. And that's accepted by society. But for a man that wants to become a stronger man who wants to optimize their testosterone levels for, you know, sexual well-being, for mental well-being, for physical well-being, for performance, that's looked down upon. Even me bringing this up in this pod, it's something that's kind of seen as like skeptical because society tells us that that's wrong. But why is that wrong? Why is it wrong for a male to optimize and improve his testosterone levels? If testosterone is a driving factor of what makes us a man, why would we not want it up here? Why do we want to limit ourselves with testosterone levels in the toilet? Do you want to always be a pussy? Do you want to be the feminine guy that girls don't want? Or do you want to be the manly man that all women drool over? The choice is yours. And like, for me, I'm like, okay, I'm 32. I'm going to optimize my testosterone levels. I'm not going to shy away from it. I'm not going to be like, oh, my test, I'm getting old. My testosterone levels are going down. Oh, I'm just like, Instead of having sex every day, I'm going to have sex once a week. I'm going to, you know, fuck for, you know, one minute at a time because I have no sex drive, whatever. Why would I put myself through that? Why would I not want to be the man that last hour in bed, that can have sex multiple times a day, that's strong in the weight room? Why would I not want to continue being that man? Why? Why not? And that's a big problem in today's society is that the wrong things are demonized and the wrong things are glorified. And that's a big issue right now, especially when it comes to modern masculinity, is that these days being a manlier version of yourself, unfortunately, is demonized, Hector. And you and I and people like us, we have to stand up and start doing things about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I started the show, amongst others, is that we've talked about it a bit here, and that's that the rate of, I think they call it deaths of despair. It's like suicide, overdose, alcohol, and then there's one other one. It might be like cardiovascular, like obesity. It's something, something to the effect of, of, of that. But in men, they're outpacing women two to one. Sheesh. 
and no one, not that no one cares because we care, but like no one is talking about it. Or like you said, no one wants to hear about it. No one wants to pretend like it's a real problem. And if nothing else, I just want guys to know listening to this that like, fuck, like it's real. Even though things could look perfect on the outside, you got the good job, the hot girlfriend, the nice car, the nice apartment, whatever it is. Like, and you could still feel totally broken inside and still, (laughs) you know? 100%, man. Robin Williams, he seemed like the happiest guy in the world, man. He was my idol, that guy. Fucking Jumanji, the genie. And dude, he was probably the funniest guy in his time. And dude, killed himself. And Heath Ledger was like his iconic performance as the Joker, like at his all-time peak, like a handsome man, had it all living in Hollywood. I'm sure he had everything going for him. You know, OD didn't kill himself, bro. It's like, unfortunately in today's society, like I'm 32. I don't know if this was going on in our parents' generation, the last generation, but like, unfortunately in today's society, people act like they want to hear it. Like you see athletes and stuff like these days, these masculine men, NBA players, NFL players trying to speak up about mental health and stuff like that. It seems too fake. It seems too scripted still. It doesn't seem genuine. It doesn't seem like it's coming from the right place. But then when like normal people want to talk about it, it's still not socially accepted. People don't want to hear about your problems and stuff like that. And like, dude, if you don't have anyone to listen to you, and like you said, when you internalize these problems, over time, it gets to a place where how you deal with it, a drink, drugs, doing the wrong things, and then repeating it over and over again until something really bad happens. And that's another thing that we have to really work on with this generation and the generation coming behind us, because it's obvious that a lot of things are becoming a lot more socially acceptable for people other than young middle-aged men. A lot of things are becoming socially acceptable for a lot of the other parts of the demographic. And while that is all happening, it's still important for us men to like continue to not lose sight of who we actually are and what we're actually capable of, because we as men, we're capable of a lot. And dude... I'm a feminist too. We as men, the most beautiful thing in our lives is to have a beautiful woman with us through our lives. That synergy and that relationship is what can carry and propel us to the next level. So I'm all about having female empowerment, female independence, and like pushing women to like the next level. But while that is happening and while we are the ones helping propel them, it's really important for the rest of society to help propel us. And if that's not happening, we have to stand up for each other, Hector. Us men, we have to stand up for each other while we're seeing the mainstream media like push us in a certain direction. It's important for us actually to stay together and like really, really put in an effort. We have to put in effort. We're not going to see a change right away. We're not going to see immediate like one podcast, two podcasts isn't going to make a difference right away. But the consistency, getting that message out there from different generations of people, like consistently getting the message out there that goes against the grain. That's what's going to help keep us going as men and help us thrive as a society, man. It's important for men to be here. It's important for women to be here. And it's important that we all stay up here. We don't want a society where men are down here. Hector, that's the direction we're going. That is the direction we're going. Unfortunately, that's the direction we're going. And like I said, we just have to do something about it. And it's got to be guys because I think it's a microcosm, macrocosm kind of thing in the sense that my wife's career took off and I'm there looking for the same validation or whatever that I would normally get from her. It's like, no, we as guys have to find a way to fill each other up and to build each other up. That's what actually solved it. And that's what actually made so many things better is when I had guys like you, strong guys that I could lean on. And with them, I could be real and emotional and say like, fuck, here's what's going on. Here's what I'm going through and having a place to be able to put that. So yeah, I think you're speaking real truth here. Uh, I know people are going to want to 
get connected with you? If, if they want to kind of get deeper in your world, where's the best place to go? Instagram, man, probably Prince Ali T is my Instagram handle. I'm not as active as I used to be just because I've just been kind of staying off the socials and stuff, but like that's definitely where you can find me. Prince Ali T on Instagram, check out our company. It's called Synapse International. We're kind of all over the place, hiring people all over the world. And that's it, man. Love chatting with you, bro. Yeah, likewise. These conversations are always fun. And Ali's a fun follow on Instagram too. He keeps me getting back in the gym because he's always there. Yeah, on a sa- Saturday night, that's where he's at. So Always. Always. I love it. You fellas, thanks for being here with us. If you guys made it this far, we would, would love a rating or review wherever you get your podcasts. And, and if you know a guy who needs to hear this, send it to them. And like I said on the last one, even if he didn't ask for it, in fact, he probably didn't ask for it, send it to him anyways. And just set, you know, let him know that you're thinking about him. You might change someone's life. And go get connected with Ali. And let's all do this together. Thanks, Hector. Appreciate y'all being here. We'll see you on the next one. Later, y'all. If iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. But if you're a man and you're alone or listening to this, then who sharpens you? What's going on, guys? Ted Thayton here, host of the Modern Man Podcast, also founder of the Noble Knights Mastermind Group. And I'm just out here encouraging you to find your circle. Maybe you're on a personal growth journey and nobody around you understands the new mentality that you're possessing. That's okay. You can find an online community that will pour into you, will navigate your goals and navigate your obstacles, share their experiences, resources, and more. Join the Noble Knights Mastermind Group and try us out for free to tap into a community of men helping each other scale up and reach their goals. Check out themodernmanpodcast.com.